Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here today with celebrity healer, Adrian Blackwell, uh, whom I will introduce you to shortly, and we are going to discuss the secret to having it all. But before we do that, I would like to invite you to get to know your own self a little bit better. Grab your pen, grab your piece of paper. You already know you're gonna need those if you've listened to my show before, and uh, write down this URL superpowerquiz.us. The reason you want this URL is because it will give you insight into your particular spiritual giftedness. Many of us, as we come into this world, forget the gifts that came with us and oftentimes the mission that came with us when we embodied as babies or Some of us may be embodied a little later than that, (laughs) depending on your beliefs around that. Uh, But this allows you to get a reminder of what those particular giftednesses are, because the rest of the world can see them in you a lot more easily than you can see them in your own self. And so I created this quiz to help you overcome that feeling that everybody else is specially gifted and you're not or that they have the gifts that you need to execute your mission. You have the gifts you need to execute your mission. So stop looking at other people's homework and take the superpower quiz, superpowerquiz.us, and get that insight into your own particular giftedness, superpowerquiz.us. And on that note, I will now introduce our guest, Adrienne, for a decade. Adrian has worked as a celebrity healer, but for the last 12 prior years, she was known as the celebrity psychic who had studied energy healing extensively, yet lacked confidence of her own abilities. Despite her doubts, Adrian explored 13 different modalities of energy healing and was amazed to witness the disappearance of cancer and cysts and help people find mental peace after years of relying on depression medication. Today, as a teacher, she imparts her knowledge and confidence to others, guiding them to become confident, miraculous energy healers themselves by teaching them her own energy healing modality called the Adrian Blackwell Healing Method. Her intimate daily one-on-one sessions focus solely on women who prioritize their careers and success in lieu of love because they feel unlovable due to past hurts. She helps them find true authentic love make more money and create more time to spend on the things they enjoy in short they want it all and they're ready to create it now welcome adrian i'm so happy to have you here with me today thank you for having me yes it's good to have you back i should say welcome back because you have been on the show before and got a tremendous response when you were here the last time around which is why you're back (laughs) That's why I'm here. (laughs) That's why you're here. So in your title, um, and I suppose I could scroll back up, and (laughs) I love teleprompters, the secret to having it all, okay? I I myself have a wound around that, and I will have to confess that because I was raised with like this super mom kind of mindset, right? You know, you – you go home, you earn the bacon, you come home, you fry it up in a pan, you look sexy for your man, you do the homework with the children and the house looks better, homes and gardens and, and high powered, you've got all the things, okay. And I've, I have a wound around that because not all of us want all the things. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, it's it's challenging. So how do you define all the things? Well, the secret to wanting it or having it all is knowing what you want in the first place. Yes. So what you listed is not all the things. It's a very limited five things I think that you've listed, right? Um, that was told that that's what you're supposed to do, not necessarily what you want. 
Yes. So yes, I can see the wound around that because you didn't tell me what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I right? lived that wound for decades because yeah. uh, it wasn't until I was like 47 that the light came on and it's like, oh my God, I'm trying to live my mother's values. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And I would say, honestly, one of the having it all, the number one thing is knowing what you want. There's no point in going any further if you don't have that clear. So this is the first thing that I actually do to help people get clear, because generally when people say I want this, this and that, I, I spirit will come in and go, that's not actually true. So we know the first thing we have to do is uncover the truth. Yeah. Uh, and to peel away the layers of social conditioning and subconscious beliefs that you gathered as a child that don't really apply to you? Uh, a lot of times it has nothing to do with the inner child. So I don't oh. do so much work around that just because that's probably right. the last layer, to be honest with you. We have a huge spirit um, that's been here long before our inner child came along, right? <laughs> right. So, um, so we're actually looking at whatever the truth is for that person and for each and every person. It's not generalized. It's actually very different. And so when we were able to really figure out what's going on with that person, I, I, I use ancestry. Like sometimes I'll, I'll talk to people's ancestry and they'll come in and they will validate um, something because I have no idea what your ancestors are like or, or talk to them or heard stories about them. So they come in and validate so that the person knows that, oh my gosh, my ancestors are here, <laughs> you know, or yeah. it's a past life experience or, you know, every human being is going to have a challenge on this planet. I don't care who you are. We judge people. We're like, oh, you must have a bad mindset or you're thinking negatively or blah, blah, blah. Right. It's this whole right. storyline. And the reality is we're all going to have challenges. Every single one of us yeah. came in to overcome something. And so we may need to find out what you were scripted to overcome before you ever were born. And, and that makes a big difference in the tools that you need to use to solve the problem. Exactly. I, I don't know about you, but every now and again, I'll get a client who's like, oh, I've used that tool and it doesn't work for me. And it's like, the tool works. It just wasn't the one for your problem. <laughs> well, you know, if, if somebody says I've used that and it doesn't work, then I say, let's do something you haven't tried. Yeah, exactly. I actually interview my clients sometimes beforehand. Yeah. Like, what have you done? What have you tried? Let's figure out what the real root issue is and what we need to do to clear it. And a lot of times you're, you're right. It's like you, um, you have somebody use a tool that doesn't work, but you didn't use it on the right problem. Exactly. And so it will probably work for you for something else, but it just wasn't going to work for the topic that you originally used it on. Yeah. Every healing has to be very individualized. And so that's why I would never, you know, like I said, there's four ways that I do my healings in the inner child in this lifetime is the very last one. We might get 5% yeah. of the issues come from that. The rest of them actually generally come from somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. What are kind of the four areas that you see the problems arise from? We mentioned inner child. We mentioned past life. I actually just mentioned all of them. So it was okay. the journey before you got here, the challenge that you were scripted to experience when you were here. Uh, past lives, ancestral, and then whatever you've experienced in this life, which may include inner child. Love um, that. So, yeah. Yeah. So when someone is looking back on their life, right, because a lot of us are working to heal ourselves, and I think we can do quite a bit of that work. Um, what are some of the signs that you look for in your history to go, okay, this is probably something I need to work on? Anything that makes you uncomfortable, anything you don't like, anything that triggers you, um, anything that bothers you, if it's if you feel negative around it, it needs to be cleared. I mean, it's yeah. kind of simple if you think about it. Right? Well, um, and, and negative around it shows up a lot of different ways, right? There's this, oh, well, that's bullshit and, and useless. And then there's like the judgment of other people. I find a lot of times judgment of others is a big like neon sign that you have issues around whatever this is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, why does it, why is it important to you enough to you for you to judge it in the first place? Yeah. So we call that triggers. So mm -hmm. yeah, anything that really triggers you um, in a negative way is something that needs to be cleared. It's really that simple. And it's, it's funny too, because I'll be doing a session with somebody and my clients who have worked with me long enough actually know this because they'll start laughing right after they do it. They caught it themselves. Yeah. So they're like, Oh my God, she's going to bring this forward. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's so something. obvious to me now. 
<laughs> after they do it. That's what I love because whatever comes out of your mouth, we can't hide anything. I mean, that's, we think DNA and, and fingerprints. It's like, oh, if I leave, like we leave signature traces of DNA and fingerprints in everywhere that we say, every place that we go, everywhere we sit. And I think it's absolutely hilarious because we can't hide. And so, you know, you'll have a, I'll tell a client, okay, here's, this is what I'm seeing. And I feel like this is the problem. I don't think that's a problem because blah, blah, blah. And it, it's like when people don't really think it's an issue, they just keep their mouth shut and they, they're like, okay, go ahead and heal it. Like whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I don't yeah. think it's an issue, but if it is, you know, please yeah, knock it. yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> Why all of a sudden do you care so much to prove to me that this is not an issue and that you shouldn't focus on this? And I kind of laugh and I'm like, really? So it was so important for you, for you to try to convince me not to do this healing. What's really bothering you around it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they laugh and sometimes they get more angry or just depends on the person. And I remember this one time I I was doing this healing and this woman um, was like, it's not an issue. That's not a problem. It's this, this thing is a problem. Like trying to convince me to look the other direction. I was like, I'm not doing it. You know how I am. I'm not going to do it. I was like, this is what we're clearing today. As soon as I started doing the clearing work, she starts breaking down in tears. She goes, I really didn't think this was an issue. And I'm like, you know, and I think that's honestly one of the reasons why we need our coaches and our healers and the people that we go to, because we don't have any triggers around your story. We don't care. And and it's not a right or wrong. Whatever you want to do is just your choice. But if you want to heal, we're here here to show you the mirror of what's really happening and then help you clear it so that you like what you see in the mirror, right? Yeah. And so it's just really important to know um, so many people try to do this alone. And in reality, I think that each and every one of us healers is just needed because even myself as a healer who's been doing this for 23 years needs somebody to show that me that mirror. Yeah, exactly. It, I think of it a lot like... Um, well, literally physical healing, right? There are things you can deal with. You know, you've got allergies, you pop an allergy pill or, or you know, you, you scrape your knee, you put a bandage and clean it up and all of that kind of stuff. You can, there's that kind of healing you can do for yourself personally, but then there is deeper and more profound stuff that you cannot do for yourself. And it's like trying to do surgery on yourself or take a thorn out of your own ass. I tried to do this the other day. <laughs> it does not work well <laughs> because you can't juggle the mirror and reach around and be able to see what you need to do to be able to remove that thorn from your butt. I ended up getting my husband out of bed and going, please take care of this for me. <laughs> yeah, I- and, you know, I fooled around with it for an hour or something before I finally gave up and it took him five minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's so true. Like if you want to do things quicker, um, you will get, you know, help to do it. And the way I like to explain it to my clients is very simple. Our brains are set up to start collecting data from the time that you're conceived and it will, and the brain is, is developed. And we start collecting all this data about the world and how our mothers feel while we're in the womb and all these other things. And it takes that data by the age of six or seven and says, this is what's safe and this is what's not. And so your brain is all there about survival, keeping you alive. And so if it thinks that, hey, this is an unknown is to heal this thing. The unknown is happiness because you've always been miserable. It's going to actually look at happiness as the enemy. And yeah, it's a dangerous place to go, right? You're setting yourself up for pain. So when the healers try to heal themselves, um, they get stuck because the brain won't let you go any further because it feels unsafe. And that's the reason we need a guide to help us through. Yeah. Well, process. And that was a conclusion I had just come to my, to myself this morning, which was that I needed to find somebody because I don't know what it is to experience joy. And that's kind of where I want to go. And I'm, I know for a fact, I'm not going to get there by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. These, these realization moments, right? <laughs> it is, it is. And, um, so many people, because I talk about my coach and, um, I spend money on my coach. So I always have one. I'll never be without one, whether it's a healer or a coach or somebody who's teaching me, whatever is happening. And people are like, you spend that much money on it. And I'm like, because it's the fastest way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times we underestimate what they call opportunity cost. 
Okay. And basically, if you don't understand that term, opportunity cost is when you choose to do one thing, it prevents you from doing other things because we have this limitation of time, right? And so when you make the choice to go, well, I, I'm not going to try to find the way or the means to work with a healer to get my problem solved. I'm just gonna work through it myself through meditation and, and what I can learn from the books. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, you are burning opportunities that you would have otherwise had, taking the long road to your healing instead of ponying up money, which is easily earned and easily replaceable to get you there fast so you can move on to something better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, for people who think that they can't afford it, I, I say there's no excuse, whether you go to a library and you get free resources or you use YouTube videos or you do the meditation, you have to start somewhere if yeah. you want to heal. So I say that those, those are great tools to start with, but that can't be your end all be all. You have to work towards, you know, finding somebody who can really help you and support you to the next level. It's just the fastest way. And, you know, so many people would, you know, why do you need a car? <laughs> well, so yeah. I can get from point A to point B. No, you can actually walk. You can ride a bu bus. You can get on a bike. Why are you getting a car? Well, it's a faster way to do it. It's, it's less time consuming. Like you think yeah. about this and you can see what you're saving, but then you don't think about it in terms of, of healing and being happy. It's the yeah. same thing. You get the healer because it's the fastest route It's the fastest way. And it just makes sense. And it's cheaper than a car. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I want to go farther with this because it's not just fast, but it also allows, it expands your capacity to do other things. Uh, so we will discuss more of that after our break here, but we are up on the break. What I would invite you to do with that pen and paper I asked you to get at the top of the show, um, spend some time with the triggers. What are the triggers? What's showing up in your life? The judgments, where are you unhappy with your life or have you noticed that yeah you're you're quote unquote living your best life but it doesn't feel that way take note of all that and hang with us we'll be right back from the break Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on finding certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm still here with celebrity healer Adrian Blackwell. And before the break, we had been discussing that 
getting a healer is often times the fastest way to quote unquote get out of your own way <laughs> i i hear that in self self-development circles quite a bit and it's like yeah if i knew how i was in my own way i'd have done it by now <laughs> <laughs> which i think is another reason um that it's important to work with like a coach or a healer or even a psychologist uh who can help you to see where you are standing in your own way and to help you figure out how to step out of that. Um, a lot of times I, I talk to a lot of people in the healing world. If you listen to my show, you know that. Um, and a lot of healers are not celebrity healers and are not making a living off of their healing. I, it's an open secret, I think, in many ways. Um, and I, I think part of that comes to the this unwillingness on the part of some people, not all of them, to ha to spend that money so that they can expand that capacity, so they can shift uh, the way they look at opportunities, shift the way they look at, at um, money and its flow through their lives. Um, ha have you noticed any patterns in that, I guess? <laughs> Uh, the, as far as people not wanting to spend money on it, absolutely not. I, I that's not the world I travel in. Thankfully, right. thankfully, um, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> what I will say that I have noticed, um, since you bring it up, is I I honestly did not want to be a healer. Um, I fought my guides on it when they told me. They told me for about six or seven years, you are a healer. I started out as actually learning healing techniques and modalities and wouldn't charge for it. So I've seen more issues with healers not willing to charge exactly not being willing to pay for it, you know? And yeah, so exactly. I didn't want to be a professional healer is because I said, there's no way I can make a living doing it. And they said, but you're a healer. And I said, well, there's no way I can make a living. There's no way I'm doing that. I'm going to stick with the celebrity psychic stuff. I get on TV, I get on radio, I have all these clients. And when I finally decided that I couldn't do it anymore, like it, this wasn't the path for me and that I was getting burnt out on both ends, I actually started giving each one of my clients a free 15 minute session and 15 minutes was enough for them to shift their whole entire reality. And yeah. all of a sudden they say, can I buy a package with you? Can I start working with you? Because there was, there was one significant difference between psychic readings and healings. And one is that as a psychic, I tell people what their path is going to be as a healer. I ask people what their, their path, what do you want it to be? Right. Where do you want to, to see yourself in five or 10 years? And then when they tell me, I said, then let's create that. Yeah. Let's give you your power back. And people literally every single client I had, except for one shifted over to doing the healing work. And I tripled my income within a month. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think it's a fairly common, uh, what do I want to say, belief that is out there in the healing world. And I got a lot of this pushback when I started moving into the healing world, which is you can't charge for that. You can't charge for miracles. Mm -hmm. And it took me quite a while to work past that and to figure out what the answer, <laughs> the, the counter to that was, which is I'm not charging you for a miracle. I'm charging you for my time and my expertise. Yeah. I'm not charging you for the miracle. I don't have control over whether a miracle arrives or not. Um, but I do have control over whether I spend the next hour and 45 with you. You know, it's interesting because I've never had anybody really tell me that except for other healers. That, yeah. oh, that's charging too much or, oh, this is, you know, and I'm like, well, that's, that's a personal issue. That's your issue. That's not exactly. mine. Exactly. Right? That's a like. Why aren't you going to the doctors and the lawyers and telling them that? Yeah, exactly. Like, is it really free? If fair that people who are innocent go to jail because they don't have enough money to pay for a lawyer? Is it really fair that people die because they can't afford a doctor and you're getting angry at me that I've spent thousands of dollars to go to school to learn this stuff and I need to make some of my money back because I'm giving you my time and energy. And if I don't charge you, I'm only going to be able to work an hour and a half, two hours a day because I have to go get a regular nine to five. Yeah, exactly. And I will right. help that many fewer people than I could have helped otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when, when we really start to put logic into it and we, we share that with people, they, they kind of slink away for a while. Like, let me think about that. Cause I don't, I don't know what to say to that. You know, um, I, I'm, 
may save a life. I may not. I know that I make people happier. I know that I've yep. seen miraculous things happen with people's health, but doctors literally save lives and most people can't afford it. So I'm, I'm sitting here going, how many people are really telling us that we shouldn't be um, charging? And like I said, it's, it's, it's only been healers that have ever told me that never anybody who's actually putting yeah. down. I, I actually had a, a psychic tell me that she was organizing yeah. this psychic thing. She wouldn't take healers at her, her psychic fair. It's like, wow. wow, really? Yeah. Because you can't charge for miracles and, and those terrible healers, they try and charge for miracles and uh, it's just trouble. So, I'm like, so wow. Here, okay. <laughs> here's my question to that would be, so do psychics not create miracles? Because I've actually saved somebody's life doing a psychic reading, two people in the same day. Sure. That's sure. fascinating to me. So it's, it's her perception and yep. that's hers to deal with. So exactly. It was her perception. And I, I decided I did not need to be part of an event that thought that way. So <laughs> yeah, like very, very interesting that psychics don't create miracles, but healers do, huh? Yeah, and that, that it's unethical, <laughs> unethical to to charge for that. I'm like, okay, well, enjoy your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because people, I don't care what religious, and this is what I'm finding with my clients is it doesn't matter what your religious background is, what country you come from, everybody knows who Jesus is, right? And they know the story of Jesus and and what miracles were performed or whatever the storyline is, right? And most people don't realize the man had to be wealthy. I mean, he, he wrote an, an ass and people don't think about the fact that back then riding on a donkey meant you had money. Yes. You had a bunch of money. Wore. Actually, <laughs> he had a treasurer, like in the Bible, it actually talks about this healer had a treasurer. So I'm sitting here going, whether people were gifting Jesus things, or he was charging for a service, he was making a lot of money doing it. Yes, he, he had abundance, financial abundance. <laughs> like abundance is not wrong. The whole entire world shows us that there's an abundance. So I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm fascinated with how much we still have to expand our thinking around abundance. Indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I, I think a lot of, it's not the only problem, but one of the common problems around manifestation is these holdups around abundance and bringing abundance into our world. And that can be a really, uh, what I want to say, a, an interwoven kind of problem, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's a very, there's a lot of layers to it because, you know, when you have a system like ours, somebody has to be poor so that you can get them to work and mm. do the things that you want them to do, right? So we've been situated to believe a certain way because if you, if you look at people who don't have a lot of money and you look at people who have a lot of money, they don't have the same mindset. They don't have the same beliefs. They don't have the same uh, mental affirmation. They don't, like it's completely different. Yeah. And what's the difference? One is what you were taught by the government, what you were taught by society, what you were taught by your family, the caste system. This is who we are, right. this is what we do. It never gets any better. Um, and so a lot of us, because ever since what, 1920s, hmm. there's been self-made millionaires. It doesn't come from your family. Yeah. And then we had our first billionaire sometime in the 1900s. And so um, we're learning our way out of it. Yes. We're still new. We're still new to this whole concept, but we're learning our way out of the caste system that just because your, your family didn't have a lot of money doesn't mean that you have to suffer the same fate. Right. Or that you have to work in it. In the same field, in the same way that they did, which is why we have many last names like Taylor, <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Blacksmith. that's what yeah. your family is, right? <laughs> Farmer. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Absolutely. So talking about having it all, you mentioned the first step is knowing what you really want, not what society said you should want what your mom's values were in my case what you really want what's kind of the second step once you figured that out the second step is actually the healing work i you know i i love the movie the secret you know i watched it just like everybody did in early 2000s um but i felt like the secret didn't even have the secret to be honest with you it didn't have um, all of the secret it had a, a shiny easy aspect of the secret <laughs> it, it had a, a a version of being able to create but not being able to create uh correctly 
Um, And I think that's why a lot of people suffered because of it, because most people don't realize the secret. You can manifest all day long. You can create lots of money. You can create the love life that you want. But if you're not coming from a healed place, it all comes crumbling down in a really ugly way. And so the only secret I truly believe exists is the secret of healing. And once we heal the wounds, once we heal, heal the aspects of ourselves that, I mean, if your ancestors have passed something down in your DNA for survival, this is all for survival. They're not right. doing there was a, Yeah, there was a good reason for this, it. This <laughs> yes, was survival, yes. but it comes down to you and it has nothing to do with you. Modern society does not reflect what they had to deal with. So it's literally obsolete, but yet you're running the same programs. So you're having the same outcomes is never going to help you. And so those things have to be healed. And if they're healed, you can actually start creating the life that you want. So I believe it's truly the only secret. Well, and I, I would agree with that assessment because like alcohol like money manifestation is a multiplier it's a tool it amplifies whatever you have going on and so if you are deep down inside of yourself a jerk in many ways and you drink you become more of a jerk Mm -hmm. if you're a, a funny person you become a funnier person when you drink alcohol money does the same thing And so does manifestation. It will amplify whatever you've got going on. And so if there is something unhealed, I agree, it it will come out and it will implode on itself. It will, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it. And so therefore, I I don't think there's any point in trying to manifest if you're just going to get backlash of (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's it's like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) The other secret to having it all is healing the heart. So it's so funny because I literally talk about this all the time. I write my emails, I do my shows all on, you know, it's about healing the heart. And so um, we talk about, you know, women who are successful, who want to bring in love and somebody will message me and I get this a lot. They're like, oh, I'm just messaging you because I want more money. And I'm like, how did you figure that out? And they're like, because you talk about having it all. Like I want, and this is the aspect I want. And I'm like, okay, so how's your love life? And usually there's silence. It's very, very quiet. And I'm like, so that's where we start with. We start with the heart. And they're Mm -hmm. like, I guess. And I'm like, if you could have a choice, what would you rather have, love or money? And it's always love. Always love. It's always love. And then like halfway through our sessions, they'll be like, no, it's money. It's money. And I'm like, so you're running from love. So we really do need to heal our heart because anytime that we're running from love, there's, there's a really deep wound, whether it's betrayal or fear or seeing somebody else get hurt and trying to avoid, remember our brains is all about survival. And so if we say no to love, then we're trying to survive something. And the only way to truly have it all is to open up that heart space because the heart is what receives. Yeah, it's, well, it has the ability to receive. And so the only healing work I do is always going to be surrounding the heart, no matter what kind of healing it is, no matter what we end up creating in the end, I'm always what, going what to the work presenting on the problem was when they showed up. Yeah, I think money is a common one for people to reach for because it's impersonal. It feels like something we can control more easily than love. It is. It is yeah. easy to control money. Um, you know, people feel like it's not as embarrassing either to say I'm poor versus nobody loves me. And I can't oh, yeah. to love me. So, I mean, there's it, it, the love thing goes really deep and I'm so proud of everybody that comes to me who says, I want to work with you. It doesn't matter what their excuse is. I don't care what reason they come in because they know we're going to deal with the heart. They are ready. <laughs> and I always tell my clients, I tell everybody out there, I only want to work with people who want it all. If you don't want it all, I'm not the person for you. It's really that simple because what happens when you start working on the heart and you start clearing all of these aspects that I've shared with you at the beginning of this interview everything in your life starts to heal. I've seen families heal. I've seen money heal. I've seen um, health issues heal. I've seen mental illness. heal. Like I literally have seen what this creates in the end and every aspect of your life eventually ends up getting better. So I truly only want to work with people who want it all. Absolutely. I love that. We are up on our second break already. You can believe it. So 
What do you think would be good, a good little thought exercise for people over the break, given our recent discussion here? Oh, think about what you truly want. Like what lights you up? What makes you feel happy when you think about it? What puts a smile on your face? If it feels a distraction, distracting, daunting, or fearful, it's not the thing you should be manifesting now. The only thing you should be manifesting is the thing that truly brings you joy. So think about mm, that. Interesting. All right, let's think about that and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Running a business and understanding all the financial and operational responsibilities that come with it can be a lot of work and cause a lot of stress. If you relate to this, you will want to tune in to Get Powered Up with Jessica Jones. Jessica and her expert guests will give you the power you need to declutter, de-stress, and make your business a success. Podcast episodes available on demand on the Voice America Business Channel. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm still here with celebrity healer, Adrian Blackwell. Adrian, so you had us make a list of things that bring us joy, things that light us up. Um, if we had trouble identifying what those things are, uh, what are some secrets to figuring that out? Well, first of all, it's it's about awareness. I actually believe that 60% of healing is awareness and the other 40% is what we can do on an energetic level. And so the more awareness you can bring to your, your own existence, the faster you're going to heal anyways. And so when I talk about, you know, something that makes you feel negative, like I remember back in the day when I had money issues and I'm like, okay, I want to manifest $700. I want to manifest a thousand dollars. It was easy to think about. It brought joy to my life. Like, oh, thousand dollars what I do with it right yeah but the moment I started thinking about having ten thousand dollars I had a really negative reaction to it and it would be like that's greedy well Ooh. now I need to write that down because okay yeah. so my block is the idea of greed where where'd that come from well I grew up in a religious household and they always talked about money being greedy but listen my dad would always say like I want to be filthy rich and so like money was very confusing because so money is good we want it but we don't want it because if we get it, we're greedy and it makes you filthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I had to write these down. Like this is something that's been passed on in the ancestry because where did my dad get it from? So there's no way I'm going to clear this on my own. This has to be cleared from your ancestry. So if you know how to contact your ancestors, awesome. You can clear this, right? If you want to work with somebody, you can clear it. But the best thing you can do is find awareness around it. Like this is not mine. This yeah. is someone else's, but I see what it brings up in me. I see what it elicits in me. So every time I try to work towards that $10,000, my life is going to get horrible. I'm going to have to pay more bills. I'm going to have unexpected things happen. That's going to take money from me because I'm actually manifesting from a really negative place. So I don't want to try to manifest $10,000 anymore. I'm going to stay where I'm comfortable at a thousand and I'm going to work on these negative feelings. Yeah. When these negative feelings leave, which sometimes can take a moment, it could take a day, it could take a month depending on the, the process you're using, right? Right. Once that shifts and it doesn't feel negative anymore, now I'm going to focus on that $10,000. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because it can come in a positive way. Yeah, because we had talked over the the break quickly. It's like, is there a step beyond healing? And you're like, no, not really, because it's this lifelong thing. But yet you kind of need to, what do I want to say? There are kind of functional levels that you access with each layer of this, right? So there's this expansion that can happen in between as well. What I tell my clients is very simple. When you first start healing, a lot of the times it's really depressing because you're like, I have so so much, so to much, heal. somewhere to go. I eat, people feel depressed, but there's one thing that happens during a healing session that shifts your mindset and your belief system, and all of a sudden your relationship with your mom is healed. You you find love that comes into your life. Your relationship with your husband starts to heal, and you're like, hold on, wait a minute. So if I do this for the rest of my life, these are the results I'm going to get. Then I want to heal every day of my life. And yeah. there's, I remember one client who told me she would break down in tears before we would get onto um, calls and she would try to figure out a way to, to like, be like, I can't do the healing work today. Right. But right, she, showed right. she showed up and eventually she got to a point where she was excited to get on the calls because she knew what was going to happen in her life. She knew what she was going to manifest. And so healing becomes fun. You guys, it becomes like one of the best, like you can't wait to hook up with your healer. You're like, okay, like we're on the phone. We're in person, (laughs) whatever it is. Let's do this. Like today I was triggered. Can we clear the trigger, please? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like you, you start to see all these negative things that are happening in your world and you get excited by them because you know that you're going to go in and heal it. And that it's going to create some kind of miracle in your life. Um, I've worked with people who they, they ex- they've worked with a large amount of money. So this is kind of the norm for them is to deal with large amounts of money. But if they were suffering financially in any way, shape or form, we would get on a phone and do a healing. A hundred thousand dollars would come to them. And they're like, every time, like, how do you do that? You know, <laughs> actually it's you. Once we clear your energy, you perform this miracle for yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's the, just, I, it becomes really beautiful to be honest one, with you. It's one fun. one of the pieces of thought that I enjoy around money, I it came from Ianla. I found it from Ianla. I think she uh, credits it to somebody else, but money is my own natural energy yield. It is. Yeah, and and I think that's a wonderful truth to hold on to and to remember when you're dealing with money issues. Uh, if if you're having money issues in your life, you're going to want to look at what your energy yield is. What are you and putting we, out there? What can you ex- receive back? Can we shift that to abundance? Absolutely. Yeah. So abundance. What abundance is our natural energy yield. So, uh, because uh, when I look at finances, finances is only one small piece. We don't see it as a small piece because we <laughs> survive, but it's only a small piece of a greater aspect of abundance. Because let me tell you, um, my my dream was to, to have an orchard. Mm. And um, so I was manifesting an orchard. It wasn't until a few years later, after I started working on that manifestation, I'm like, what is going on with this manifestation? What isn't it happening? And I realized I moved to Orchard Street, right? (laughs) 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 You got your orchard, just not the orchard you had in mind. (laughs) But one of the coolest things that happened is once I moved there, um, my friends, and I'm telling you, it took me years to figure this out, which is hilarious to me, but my friend would always bring me fresh pick fruit from an orchard and she would bring it to my house. And I started making the correlation. Like I, I live on the street and I don't go out and pick my own trees, but I get picked fresh fruit on a regular basis. Matter of fact, my neighbors just knocked on the door like two weeks ago and gave me fresh fruit off their tree. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. Like I'm just it, like, it's almost down. better <laughs> than actually owning the orchard. Right. Because you don't have to maintain any of the tree stuff or <laughs> you but just get the benefits. But that is abundance, like having yeah. enough fruit in your life. If you want fruit is abundance, having enough vegetables in your life. If you want vegetables is abundance, having the right sheets on your bed is abundance, having clothes that fit and feel comfortable. And you like the way the fabric feels on your skin is abundance. Having your hair the way you want it is ab- the abundance is so many different things that I think we sometimes limit it to love and money. And we yeah. really have to look at abundance as all things in which we truly enjoy and want more of it in our lives. And so therefore, I think abundance is a great way to say what you just said. Yeah, and uh, appreciating the small things because there are so many small things that result in comfort in your life that when they go away, you go, oh shit. (laughs) You know, having a really good 
comfortable set of shoes is abundance. And when you don't have that, when they become uncomfortable, it creates a lot of grief in your life. It's a Let small me thing. Tell you, yes. That happened to me literally, was it this in March? Uh, my boyfriend had, had flew in. And so my family and I were doing these long walks um, in places and my back would not stop hurting. And I was like, it's the shoes. It's the shoes. Yeah. I need the shoes. So we literally went to the shoe store bought a bunch of shoes. I tried on a few pair and immediately even just walking around the store with them, my back stopped hurting. Yeah. I was just like the shoes. Oh my God. You know how important it is. I used to walk around in heels. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got some in my closet that I haven't been able to release, but I don't wear them anymore because I've rather have my feet on the ground. <laughs> right? It feels better. And then you start to have this massive amount of appreciation for these things with it, it, they talk about contrast you know if you feel something negative and then you have something positive happen you see the contrast it makes you appreciate it more and i will definitely say i had an appreciation that we had shoe stores on every corner <laughs> <laughs> that they had shoes in my size and my comfort that i literally could get a pair of comfortable sandals and comfortable tennis shoes like i was so thankful and to this day right now when i think about it and you said it um about wearing comfortable shoes it's it literally brought the feeling of gratitude. Yeah. And it can bring so much joy in your life. I think a lot of times we get hung up on these external image kind of things, you know, that you look a certain way, that you've got the hair extensions, that you've got the whatever. And if that makes you feel wonderful, I'm not knocking that. But oftentimes you will hear the saying, beauty is pain. And when you're in that circumstance, you might want to sit down and really think about what's truly important to you. Mm -hmm. When you're in your 20s, uh, beauty is not so painful. It's when you're in your 30s and 40s where you're like, <laughs> why was I doing that to myself? Because it didn't, it didn't feel so horrible then. You feel cute. You want to feel yeah. cute in your 20s, right? But yeah, as you, as you age, I would definitely say that there's a difference between what you feel like is beauty and and what's comfort and what's love, like it just all changes. And I think that's a beautiful part about growing up too. Absolutely, absolutely. So we've got just a few minutes left in the, the segment here at the end of the show, actually. I know you have brought a gift for the listeners and I, I want you to have some time to describe what that gift is. So uh, I have a lot of recorded healings. I actually have a store that has 206 recorded healings and I give those away to people um, a lot of times when I want them to experience what a recorded healing can do because it's just like working with me. And a lot of people will feel those amazing shifts in their body. I actually had one healing that's available online um, that people would listen to and they would literally write. I think I had like 70,000 people listen to this and tell me that their depression just magically disappeared. And so Yay. I want people to be able to experience this just in case you get your own miracle out of it. It's different for everybody. But if it's the right energy for you, you'll probably feel it and you'll probably feel a shift afterwards. So I think I have something like six, maybe more healings that are available for people to start right now. Absolutely free. Oh, I love that. And where can they find that? Um, they're going to find that uh, hopefully on a link that you have. If not, I think it's, uh, <laughs> in the show notes, <laughs> it's making miracles happen series.com forward slash gifts. Very nice. Making miracles happen series forward dot com forward slash gifts. I love that. And it will be in the show notes. Uh, I think you have an event coming up too. Also, I have events all year long. So my series is called making miracles happen. And uh, we do a summit series. So we have a lot of different speakers that will come talk on one specific subject before we move on to the next subject. And this month, we have the women of color special. Um, which is words of wisdom for all women, um, but it's coming from women of color. And they talk about their overcome and what they've, they've accomplished in their lives and how we can move into our passion and purpose being a part of our everyday life. And so I had some of the greatest conversations in the world um, talking to these women about how they have accomplished living their passion and purpose. So they're here to help other people discover that. And then right after that, literally the day that conversation ends, which is 10 days long, we go into 10 days of um, conjuring your inner magic. So this Ooh. is perfect for Halloween, where yes. our speakers Ooh. actually share with others how to conjure their inner magic, how to discover their own gifts, um, when it comes to uh, spirituality and, and all those beautiful things that 
elicit those feelings around Halloween. Excellent. And where can we sign up to be involved in one or both of those? Same website. It's going to be www.makingmiraclesHappenSeries.com. And you can sign up right there. And for women of color, it's uh, forward slash women of color. All right. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. If you had one thing that you could teach everyone, what would that be? That miracles are really easy to experience. You can experience them on a day-to-day basis. We can demystify the idea that they're only going to come from spiritual leaders or it's only going to come from praying to God or it's only going to come from when you need help in a really desperate situation. Miracles are not uh, limited. They come at any time, any place, so long as you desire them and you know how to accept them. That is beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Adrian. Thank you. It's always a pleasure and we always get such good information when you show up. So I'm, I am grateful for you and your wisdom today. And I'm grateful for you, dear listener, who is tuned in with us today. I, part of my mission in this life is to see that people get the support that they need as they're going through this life so that they can live the highest version of what they came here to experience. And that's, that's you. You are part of who I'm here to help. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, and on any topic you want to write to me about, whether it's a suggestion for the show, a guest you want to see, something you particularly enjoyed, a problem that keeps coming around for you, or you just need an ear to dump something out to, you can reach me at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.